Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this edition of AYN2K, our mailbox segment or mailbox episode. Uh, and, and I think this will be a, a, an episode that we can repeat, we can do more often. Not, not very often, but on the occasion right. to directly uh, kind of communicate with our audience and, and allow them to ask questions. Exactly. Uh, but, but first off, let me just go ahead and say that my name is Quinn Eaton. And my name is DJ Pig. And this is a podcast that we that we do together, and I'm sure that if anyone's tuning in, uh, you already know that. But if anyone's tuning in for the first time, this isn't how we usually do the show. Usually what we'll do is we'll pick out one specific topic, mm-hmm. and we will discuss that to the point of where we, we feel like we've covered about 95% of it. Right. But for this episode, we've decided to go with with a little bit of a different format where we basically just said... If you have any questions, please let us know. We, we sent out a tweet, uh, and we sent out something on Facebook. Uh, and if you're in the AYN2K email group, then I sent out an email through that. Right. And, and it just allowed people, to, or it informed people that they can ask us questions, and we will look at those questions specifically and answer them to the best of our abilities. And let me just say, DJ, that the that the it just poured in emails, oh. messages... Uh, I did say that you could fax us, but I don't think anyone had our fax. Right, fax no, we number. don't have our fax number out there anywhere, I don't think. But it just a remarkable uh, turn-in from, from the people that responded to us, and we really appreciate that. And now the only downside to that is that we, we weren't able to get to all of the questions that the audience had. But we, we were able to go through and pick out specific ones that we thought would be the most informative, uh, the most entertaining, and just just the best to to discuss, right. because really what we do is we is we look for something that would be a good discussion, yeah. and that's and that's my favorite part of the show is we discuss things just as we would you know if we went out to to eat somewhere uh, or or we're walking walking in the park together as we often do and on a nice uh, cool cool day. Uh, you know we we go and eat sometimes. I I don't know about the the whole park deal. But, okay. Um, we we don't do that a ton. It's been cold outside. It has. Well, and then and also that's just kind of a kind of to paint an image in, in the audience's mind. Right. Uh, that's a metaphorical walk in the park. We might be walking exactly. uh, somewhere else. We might be walking yes. walking on the golf course. We do we do golf together and, yep. and, and, yep. and the conver- the conversations that happen out of the links are are some that you know sometimes you know they say what happens on the golf course right. stays on the golf right. course, but. But for the most part, we have very uh, in-depth conversations, and that's why we decided to do this. And so, how how do you how do you think we should we should go about doing this? Should we just, I'll, you know, I think I'll probably just go through and just read the messages, say who they're from. Yeah. Uh, and I think that would be the best way to do it. But yeah. but yeah, to start it off for this episode of AY2K, okay, this is our opening of the mailbox. You've got mail. Yep. We got mail. We we have tons of mail. Yep. And the people that sent us the the questions, what's so great is they took it so seriously. Yeah. They they know they know that, you know, for us we enjoy to to pick out questions that we might not know the answer to, but we like to try to, you know, d- stumble around and discover the answers to those questions as we talk right. to each other. Right. So, yeah, we got tons of great questions. 
uh, from from our listeners. And like I said, it, it was a shame because you know me and DJ were we're going through these, and we were like, God, we hate to leave this one out, or we hate to you know hurt anybody's feelings. Right. And and just letting the people that sent in emails and messages that perhaps didn't get on this show like like I said earlier there will be more mailbox episodes in the future right now I don't know if that's four episodes from now I don't know if that's 14 episodes from now but I can guarantee that there, at one point there will be another mailbox episode so stay in tune and when we give you the heads up that that'll be coming then shoot us another email and, and maybe you get in that maybe you get in on the next one and the beauty the beauty of it is you know sometimes we'll a- we'll answer the question, uh, right on the on the episode because people do send us like uh, for example and we got another email from this from this f- fantastic man Stanley Round. Oh, Mr. Round, thank Mr. you, Mr. Round. Mr. Round stumbled upon our podcast and you know accidentally enjoyed it. I think is the best way to describe what happened. And now he's now he's a, a very avid listener and we really appreciate his support. And he'll often send us uh, maybe not even a question, but he'll just say, hey. What you guys put out there uh, this morning was 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 great. It was right. thorough, and I really enjoyed it. And just having uh, response and and just connecting like that is is a beautiful is a beautiful occurrence uh, on this podcast. Hey, feedback. Feedback. feedback personal feedback is good we need to we need to know that and if you've got suggestions, we're open open to hear them. yeah. So, if we're doing good, yeah. tell us. If we're yeah. doing bad, tell us. Yeah, if we're doing bad, then we definitely want to approve improve on the things that we're that we're not uh, exactly doing to your satisfaction as an audience. But let's just go ahead and start out with uh, with a very interesting character, and I think he's been listening from the very beginning. Yep. Uh, Keegan Watkins. Uh, he sent us a Twitter message, and, he's, and it, of course it was from Keegan Watkins, uh, and it was two questions. Yep. And they're very thought-provoking. When I say thought-provoking, it really makes you uh, go into some deep thought about what, what, how would you answer these questions. And his first question... Uh, well, she numbered the questions, and that we really appreciate that because it did separate the two from, right. from each other. Yes. But his first question was, if your hands were replaced with kitchen utensils, which two do you pick? Oh, my. Um, now, like we often do, I would, I would like to answer that question. With a question. With a question. Yes. So my question is, by kitchen utensils, does he mean eating utensils such as just forks knives and spoons or does he mean cooking utensils such as you've got the spatula or or the i mean i don't know you've got yeah you've got all kinds of different instruments that you can use in your kitchen tongs tongs yes um that is that is a good question that's a great question and if he were here that that would be great because he could answer that question right and he probably will he might he might tweet us back here in a second but i think whenever he says kitchen utensils that means uh, eating utensils as well as uh, uh, instruments that you would find in your kitchen. Kit- and whenever kitchen I, wear. and whenever I say instruments, I'm not talking about a set of drums no, no, no. or a guitar. I'm and just talking about, like you said, the tongs, yes. uh, the spatula, uh, the the soup, the the ladle, all yep. kind, all kinds ladle. of different things. That's ladle, a, that's ladle, a great ladle. Word. Yes, ladle. ladle. And there's that ladle, word. Ladle, ladle. Now. Uh, I'll give you some time to think about it. I feel like you might be stumped on this one. Yeah, it's gonna take me a minute. It's, it's I gotta a, think about different situations. It's a very difficult question, but I th- but I think I'm about to answer perfectly mm-hmm. what what this question is uh, okay. is imposing on my mind. All right. The first utensil that I would pick, it's not your, it's not ev- not everyone has it, a spork. Now the spork ah. the spork would allow me to uh, scoop. As well as uh, you know, stab into, yep. into things and pick them up. Right. 
So uh, the spork, I think, would be a very useful, and I could utilize that uh, utensil to its maximum capabilities because, of course, it, I could have soup. I could have st- uh, some steak. Right. Because, you know, you might you might think that the next one I'm going to say is a knife, but it's not. My next utensil that I would choose is the pizza cutter or the pizza slicer. Oh, okay. So the, in that case, if I ever had a pizza, I would be able to cut it, uh, you know, and that would be easy. And then also if I had a steak, then I would be able to uh, stick the spork in and then use the pizza slicer to cut off certain things. The pizza slicer would come in handy in uh, specifically those situations as well as, I mean, you're the life of the party if right. you have a pizza slicer attached to your to your arm permanently. Right. No, for sure. I mean, that's... Hey, pizza guy's here. Where's Where's Quinn at? Right here. I yeah. got my pizza slicer on my hand. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes the, the places that deliver pizza don't do the greatest job of cutting pizza. Because I could it, simply just go over what they had already done just to make it better. Exactly. Exactly. Or if they needed smaller pieces, you could make extra cuts. That's true. So that's... I will, I will critique one thing that you said there. Okay. Go ahead, please. I have never seen a spork... In metal form. The only time I've ever seen sporks are in plastic form. It's in form. a plastic form. So I don't know how good... I mean, if you're eating, a, well, say, a, a real, like a like a tougher meat, such as a steak mm-hmm. of some sort, then it's going to be hard to, to cut those with I a pizza would probably cutter have sport. I would have to heavily depend on that pizza cutter. Right. And uh, using a pizza cutter... Uh, to the extent of, you know, an everyday use would, would probably dull the blade yes. on the pizza cutter. Right. But I would be able to sharpen that, or I would have to have someone else sharpen it for me. That You do bring out a good point that the spork is, is not often seen in a metal form. Right. But I will go ahead and let you know that I have seen a spork in a metal form. Okay, well, you know. Uh, it's not a common, and, and what would have made this different if he would have said common kitchen utensils. Uh, he just said kitchen utensils. Right. That, that, leaves, that, it, means... that leaves a pretty broad range, yes. and that's why I went with the spork. It's going to, even with you saying that, that there, was a, there was a problem, there was a fault in my opinion, uh, it will be hard to top the spork and the pizza cutter, but I, I am interested in uh, what you have to say. Well, I think that, for one, I would go with the fork. Yes, of Just course. because you've got to have something that you can stab or hold things in place with. Mm-hmm. And of you course. could say, well, you can hold pla- hold things in place with a pair of tongs. Mm. And you can, but it's going to be very inconvenient to try to hold something with tongs while cutting it. While cutting it, that's which true. Which leads me to my other utensil, which I would have to say is... Um, I don't know a if large you have, knife? if well no I don't know if you've ever seen they, they've got these real these new things and it's like a laser cutter mm. and so it's just very convenient in being able to cut things yes easily. yes of course uh, the only problem with that is you would run into some trouble with like if you went to shake somebody's hand. That yes. could probably could cause some issues. They'd probably understand at that point, though, if you did have kitchen utensils permanently replace replacing your hands. Right. Um, but uh, something that just popped into my head, and it was actually my third choice. I couldn't yep. decide if I wanted to go with the pizza slicer or the turkey cutter, mm. which is an, an electric machine. Oh. Now, I'm not sure if I would have to plug it in or if it permanently had power and it just was derived from— Powered off your heart, my yeah, friend. Yeah, powered, powered from my own body. Heart but powered. a turkey cutter, you could use it turned off and on, and that would be able to cut through most things. And you could also probably uh, cut cut the shrubs and cut the hedges out, out by your house if you had to, cut some right. branches. So there's a multiple use there. Um, so, but your second option was, did you did you clarify? It was the laser cutter. The laser cutter? Yes. Which is very futuristic. I know it. 
It's brand and it, new. And it, and it's very fitting for, for uh, the type of person that you are because you're always pushing modern boundaries. Yeah, I know it. The second question that Keegan Watkins asked, uh, there is a word in there that I am going to have to avoid because I, I'm not sure if it's offensive or not. Uh, so I will pause and then use the correct term. Right. Uh, would you rather be forced to wear a single roller skate on the foot of your choice or always have a little person oh, in, okay. in front of you just a little bit slower, walking just a little bit slower than you want to? Now, that is a tough question. Uh, and And I think... Uh, having a little person, maybe just having a, a person in general. It doesn't have to be uh, a little person for, right. for that to be a problem. Um, but that is a difficult question, and it's it's one of those would-you-rather questions that really right. gets your mind going. Right. Um, I would have to say that I would pick the single roller skate on probably my left foot because having it on my left foot would allow me to use my right foot to propel. Uh, and, yep. and I feel like that that would help me out speed-wise. Like I could maybe glide on one foot for a while and then kind of get the speed going with the right foot. Yep. Uh, and I would much rather get places faster than have to try to walk somewhere and have someone in my way. Right. No, nothing, and I'm, and, and I'm making nothing that, against, nothing, nothing against, against little the little person or little people, which is, which is what they prefer to be called. Which, I like I'm saying like that is serious. Right. The, no, that's not a joke. I'm avoiding the M word that, and, and Keegan, there was nothing wrong with you using that. Because I mean that I don't I don't know I you know what let's just move on right. what what would you choose I think I I think I'm kind of the same situation I'm not when I like to get places mm. and and just go ahead and get there I don't yes. like having to walk behind people that are in my way so true so I would I would probably um I would probably take the skate on my right foot though Ooh, okay uh, can I you am, elaborate can you unpack well, that yes I'm gonna I'm gonna wet my beak on that one so. I think that me being right-footed, I would have better balance on my right foot. So That's therefore, true. I would be able to push off my left foot, but keep my balance and make sure that I'm not falling while on my right foot. It's very interesting that we picked the same one. We picked the same choice, but within that choice, there was another Dif choice, yeah, right. and we chose differently. And That's very interesting. Let let me uh, ponder or let let me get you to ponder on this. Okay. Combine the two questions, and does your choice in the second question change your choices in the first question of what kitchen utensils you would you would choose? That's true. So if these questions were together, uh, I would probably be uh, more quick to to say that I would rather have utensils that weren't maybe as sharp, right. maybe maybe that weren't exactly. as dangerous. So yes. that that is a good point that you brought out. Uh, it might affect it, but I still feel like the spork and the pizza cutter would would probably be okay. They they would probably be all right. I definitely wouldn't want the laser cutter. No, the laser cutter the would laser probably cutter, be dangerous. Yep, yep. So that is that is for sure. I would probably in that case I would probably stick with the fork in one hand, mm -hmm. and or on uh, as on, one hand. Yeah, as one uh, hand. The that's fork right. as one hand, probably the right hand. And my other question is. I'm sorry to cut you no, no, off. No, no, no. Go ahead. But would the would the utensils be like the size of your hand, or would they just be the size? Yeah, of... like normal, like life size utensils. Yeah, that's... that's that's another question. But but I'm I'm sorry, but we do have to move on because no, no, we do no. we yeah, do have a good number. A that we crossed... do have a good number of uh, writing in. But Keegan, yeah. Keegan, we appreciate uh, your questions, and they were very very fun to talk about and discuss. Right. We now move on to an email from the one and only 
Scooter. Scooter. Now we have we have had Scooter on the show before in a yeah. segment that we called Scooty Call. Scooty. Which was popular. Oh yeah. And we should bring it back at some point. Oh, I'm sure we will. But his question, uh, which is very timely uh, for this for this period of of the year, uh, this episode is coming out in uh, uh, late March, which mm-hmm. means that the Masters is right around the corner. Mm. The the greatest tradition or. What is, it, what is it that the commercial says? Um, a tradition uh, unlike any other. Yes, that's Jim Nance has a patent on oh, his, all, the, all of the master sayings. His velvety voice just mm. guiding you to the masters. Yep. But anyways, his question was, should Augusta National continue to lengthen the course in order to keep up with distance of today's golf ball as well as today's golfers? If so, what hole or holes would you guys recommend changing? And then he signed Scooter. Now, that's a very good question because... The course was modified whenever Tiger was just right. going through and dominating that course. Right. And and they, they did what you call, uh, they tiger-proofed the course, moving tee boxes back and lengthening the course. Uh, I think that was probably, what, in 2000? It was after it was, it was yeah. after his run whenever he won the Masters. In, uh, it was, ni- I want to say it was 97 mm-hmm. when he went and won by like eight shots. Oh, it was unbelievable. Like he just, his breakout, his yeah, breakout tournament. He, that was, that was, he... He, he was like 18 under for the tournament. Yes. Uh, broke course record. Uh, it was just dominated. Just yes. out, outright dominated. And th- I think they realized that um, with the change in technology and the change in the the players and their physique, yes. uh, you started to have more players working out and getting a little mm-hmm. stronger, which we see even more so today. Oh, gosh. Everybody's but, getting bulk. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's really bulking, bulking up. up. Yeah. So... Took but the words with, right out of my mouth. With the, uh, yeah, yeah, Jinx, you owe me a, a soda. Okay, but, sure, sounds good. Yeah. If I had to pick if I had to pick one hole, I know that number three is uh, is, is only around 350 yards, and it makes it drivable. If you had, right. if you had to lengthen one hole, you might add, you know, if, if you can. That's the thing. I don't know if they have the capability of adding any length to the course, but if you had to add any yardage to any hole, I guess I would say number three. Right. However, I've... however, I think I know what you're what you're about to say, and I'll go ahead and open with, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. There's that. Yes. I mean, that's part of. I don't. I don't think that you change anything. If I think if you change anything, I don't think it's changed like the outlook of the course. No, I don't definitely think you not. Lengthen it. There are other ways, whether it be to. I mean, you could maybe move a tee box a little bit to where it makes it a, a little bit harder angle to get to get right. to the fairway. Or Change it, the angles. You can make it more of a shot maker's course. I mean, which Augusta already is. Yes. Obviously, but I, I think I think that I I like the way it is. Which growing up, if you if you grow up watching it one way. It's hard to accept a change in that case. And if you haven't, if you haven't watched the Masters, I would highly suggest that you turn it on. Yes, because it it is a tournament that I think everyone can enjoy just because of the beauty of the course and the challenge that it presents. So we can unlike any other. It is the, the Masters yes. at Augusta National. So that was a great question, uh, Scooter. Scooter, we, we appreciate that. And now we move on to the man, the myth, the legend. One, two, three. Stanley, Stanley Round. Round. I love this guy. I don't know what he looks like. I haven't tried to look him up. I can't. I can only picture him as Stanley from The Office. Ooh, that's I, I, true. I don't know, and, and I'm sorry if if you don't look that, like that, or if that offends you in some way, which it shouldn't, because Stanley no. Stanley's a great looking a role guy. model, if you if you, yeah, if right. you may say. And hey, by the way, I saw something on uh, social media recently saying that Stanley from The Office went to Loyola Chicago. 
Wow. So there's there's Who, the connection. By the, by the way, is an 11 seed, only the fourth 11 seed ever to make it to the final four. However, back to Stanley Round. Stanley Round. Our our our. I would I wouldn't say favorite listener. I won't say favorite listener, but but a very avid listener. But yes, yes, ab- absolutely love the feedback we get back from Stanley. He wrote in an email, as he often does, to whom it may concern. Which I, he might be joking there a right. little bit. He right. I think he knows who it concerns. Uh, but he says I do thoroughly enjoy this mailbox idea. It gives me the opportunity to directly ask some questions to two individuals that always seem to know the answers, and oh, we thanks, and we Stanley. appreciate yeah. that. That's very nice. And he says, first of all. If a pedestrian is walking across the street but not in the crosswalk, do you slow down? That's a good question. It's funny that he he said, he brings in that question along with Keegan's question. Of, yeah, well, his next question is also, is it rude to pass someone on a sidewalk? Huh, so it's I, a lot. I think of, if you got a skate on one foot, no, uh, no, it's not. No. Uh, if there's someone always in front of you, then yes, it might be a little rude. Plus, you might not be able to. But but right. rounding rounding back, Stanley rounding back oh. to oh. to uh, if a pedestrian is walking across the street but not in a crosswalk, do you slow down? Um, I'll say not as fast as I would if they were in the crosswalk. I will. I will let them know. Hey, if you're going to walk across the street, Get, find a crosswalk. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to hit them because, of course, the pedestrian has the right of way, and a lot of people think that uh, that that word is right away. Pedestrians no, 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 have the right, right of away. Way. Right of way is is the actual term that you would want to use. Right. So yeah, my my answer to that is. Uh, I yes, I will slow down because, of course, you don't want to you don't want to hit anyone. Mm-hmm. As a decent human being, that I consider at at the least, I am a decent human being. Right. I don't want to hit someone else with my car. Uh, how would how would you answer that question? Um, I've got a, a little bit of road rage. Yes. So, in in my opinion, get your tail on the on the sidewalk or right. on, or on the crosswalk. Or I'm not slowing down. So you would be apt to maybe even screech the tires, like be speedy, and then and then at last second go. Eh. I may slow down, but I'm going to let you know that I don't like having to slow down because mm. you're walking across somewhere where you're not supposed to be walking across. That's, that's so very I, true. I, I may I may lay on the horn a little bit or get a little closer than than comfort. Yes. So I mean. I, I'm not going to run over somebody with my car because, you because know, it's I mean, wrong. That's, right. Well, and it's manslaughter. And it, yes, that's actually it's, against the law. Yeah. So, I mean, that's you very can't true. do that. Ethically, morally, right. legally, it's wrong. Right. Exactly. Um, and I would, I would, that's a phenomenal question. I would be interested to hear what Stanley would do. He didn't, he didn't actually include that. No, no, no. His he, yeah, he did not uh, provide that. But he went on his second question, which I guess pedestrians were in his mind. He said, also, is it rude to pass someone uh, while walking on the sidewalk? And that's a great question. And, and he closes out the email, of course. Thank you for your time. He's mm-hmm. just a very nice and genuine person. Right. Regards, Stanley Round. But that question, is it rude to pass someone walking on the sidewalk? Uh, I have found myself in that situation many times where uh, I don't know whether or not to pass someone because I don't want them to say, oh, well, they must be in a hurry or something like that. I don't want to step on anybody's toes, well, metaphorically and literally, but... If I have to pass someone walking on the sidewalk because they're walking slow, I will. No, that's the thing. I don't find it rude. Now, if you, if you, kind of invade their personal space, or or, or, or maybe kind even of, shoot them a look after you pass them. Exactly, that can be rude. Or, or if you make it to the point to where it's inconvenient for them and they have to step off of the sidewalk, then I can see where they would feel they would think that it's rude. But if you step and politely ask, just excuse me or pardon me, then. Yes. Because sometimes you are in a hurry yes. and you gotta pass yes. them. And yes. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's that's a great point that well, you bring about. 
I, I mean, now there are also, there are other situations where it could be rude as well. If you were walking, if your choice in, in Keegan's question from earlier, okay, if, if your choice were to be, have the little person in front of you, then I think it would be rude to maybe like step over that person. Well, okay. Now let's, so let's I'm, stay, let's stay, uh, humane here. I, well, I don't know I'm if just, that's for lack of a better word, but. Uh, and and I and I hate to bring it up, but I don't know if little person is, does that does that not sound a little worse than, than what is what considered it not politically correct? Yes, I, I don't know. I'm not sure, and I don't and I don't have a place to to have an opinion. Right, right, in, right, in that. right. But but right. yes, you do bring up uh, a plethora of good points there, uh, mm, and and I would that word plethora Pleth- plethora. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it's rude to pass them on the sidewalk. Uh, maybe maybe even as you do walk past them, you kind of just give them a nod. Yep. And you just let them know, like, you you know, it, it doesn't bother me that you were walking slower than me. Right. But I do have to get somewhere apparently faster than you. Yeah. And no, and no offense. And maybe you could even pass them and say, hey, how are you doing? And <laughs> and just let them know that, that you're both human. And, right. and just because this passing is happening, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean anything bad has occurred. So. Exactly. So great, uh, just a, a great set of questions from Stanley Round. Yes, uh, we appreciate your feedback, and we 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 actually wish that there would be a lot more listeners. Our audience would be a lot more like Stanley Round. Yeah. to be honest, Stanley sets a great standard. Yes, very stand a, a very a, a standard. very rounded stand standard. Yes, for sure. Uh, we we will now move on. Uh, to our next question, and w- which we only have, we have this uh, email, mm-hmm. and then we have one more after this. Right. So uh, we we are uh, more than halfway through with with our with our questions. Yes. Uh, and these are in no particular order. Right. As, as well, uh, this is from uh, Jack Bergen. Jack. He says to Quinn and DJ, I was driving and listening to an episode of your fantastic podcast, and I passed a restaurant that simply had the name restaurant on the front of it. I was wondering what your thoughts were on this. Thanks, Jack Bergen. Huh. I think I've seen... You see that a lot in, in places where I think at one point uh, it was probably what you would say hopping. It was probably a, a place that was uh, very popular to hang out or an area. Right. And, uh, yeah, you simply didn't have to come up with, with a name. You just let people know, hey, if you need to eat, here's a restaurant. Hmm. Now, I, and for you, you're saying that you've never seen a yeah, place that no, just says just, restaurant I've, on it. I've never, I've never come across a place that doesn't have at least some sort of name tied to it. Now, it may not have like the like the restaurant title, or it may be like a a family's restaurant, but I don't know. I've never come across any uh, a place that just says restaurant. I think to me that would be a, a little bit sketchy. Like I would kind of second guess on what to do there i can only imagine that the whole restaurant is straightforward so the you get the menu and it, there's no messing around there's no words that you can't understand which is which is one of my pet peeves whenever i go to a restaurant that's true and it, and it has ingredients or something or it explains it and i have no idea what it means right uh they would probably the menu would just be like cheeseburger steak yeah ham yep mashed potatoes tater tots tater tots just something like that, where yep. where you're you're not messing around, and it's just a straightforward place. So I actually think that I might appreciate something that was like that. Which, of course, I've never been to a restaurant that just had uh, the word restaurant on the front of it. Right. But I do enjoy that that idea. That you know what, we don't have to come up with a name for this place. This is what it is, and we're going to present that to you uh, as simplicity- as boldly as we can. The simplicity of it is is a little bit comforting. I will give you that. Yes, I I agree. So, uh, uh, Jack. Uh, 
something something that might be a good idea is maybe give give their opinions as well, so we can right. answer and then round back round back to theirs. Uh, because I wonder if Jack had, had went into the restaurant, if he'd ever been into one, uh, because right. this this might be a a place that is uh, a very familiar in his area. Like for us, it might be our Dairy Queen or something That's true. or something like that. You want to go? You want yeah? Hey, you guys want to go eat at the restaurant? Huh. And, and I mean, everybody's like, you know, what? that would can't argue with that. That sounds good to me. That's true. So. Uh, yeah, that's a very interesting question, and I like how it wasn't even a it wasn't even a question. He just said, "I was wondering what your thoughts are on this, or thoughts were on this." And that's just you know that that's a very open question, right? But it did allow us to kind of get into a deep discussion here, and I enjoyed it. So we appreciate that email, and now we move on to our last one, uh, which which might be one of our biggest fans, right? Uh, they they've been they've been there since the beginning, and I say they because I am referring to. Uh, what a what a study group what we call a study group would be right but exactly. a specific individual from that study group sent us an email and it read this dear ayn2k greetings from naples florida we all got together in our study group which we fittingly named all you need to talk about so they kind of took a took a spin on huh. the name of our show which is very i love that name it's flattering and uh, i have actually seen they haven't they didn't send it in this email but they've sent like pictures like they've gotten t-shirts made really? so it's like all you need to talk about and and whenever they get together for the study group they will all wear the t-shirt and and really just have a great time and they are going above and beyond in their discussions and I, uh, their fan base i would like to make just a quick suggestion for Lynette. what i think what would be really cool for a t-shirt idea okay is if they got the last five percent on a t-shirt the last five percent that, that last five I or maybe or maybe fantastic. which of course there's just said all you need to talk about yeah uh and it had our our little logo on it uh but yeah maybe on the back like put like the, the last five percent dot yeah. dot dot the last five percent that yeah. would be perfect that's a great idea and i'm sure they will take that and run with it yeah but anyways they say uh and we decided to just send in one question to represent our entire group which mm-hmm. is which is very smart yes uh efficient so they say when you all have your conversations it seems like both of you would be good storytellers, which, you know, is, is a good uh, implication. Yep, I if, guess if, so. If I asked you to tell a story, which one would immediately come to mind? She goes on to say, uh, I love the show, and though this might not be an episode that we as a group can further discuss, we all will still enjoy it very much. Sincerely, Lynette Reed. Now that's uh, that's a good point that it might it's not a, it's definitely not a regular episode. We're not just covering one topic. That's true. But I still think that you can maybe have your notebook down and say, okay, these are the questions that we had here. Here's the second question, the third question, the fourth, and the fifth, and uh, and then you can as a group discuss those and right. and see and see if maybe you have the same opinions as us uh, and keep it civil. We don't want any. Uh, any fist fighting or anything of that nature. I right. know that sometimes uh, the discussions can get heated. Yeah, it's not a debate. Well, definitely not. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, you could air quotes you air could. quotations say it's a it's a debate, but it, but right. I don't think it would be accurate to call it a debate. Right. But let's get back to the the thing because she says if I ask you to tell a story, which one immediately comes to mind? And for me, one immediately popped into my head. One one of the one of the funnier stories that I enjoy telling. But right. did something pop pop into your head for you? Um. You know, I had to think about it for a second. Um, there are some stories that I have that maybe are not fit for That's podcasting. True. Yes. Um, so maybe the first couple that, that immediately pop into my head are, are not. And I really appreciate your well, judgment there. You know, like I said, we're still kind of on the tail end of probation here. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to keep it clean, trying yes. to keep a get a clean slate here. Uh-huh. Um, however, 
the the one that I ended up thinking of, like you said, we play golf from time to time. Oh, we do, we do. We we enjoy playing. It's very frustrating. We hit the links. We we hit the links from time to time. Often we ask ourselves why we do it while we're doing it, of but course. then we always go back for more. Exactly. Um, however, I was out by myself one day. It was just after after school. Um, I, I was in high school at the time. Yes. Uh, I was just out practicing. We played on the high school team. I was getting a little bit of, of personal work in, just nobody nobody else around. Okay. Um, where our, our home course has, for those of you who don't know, um, has a plethora. Well, there's that word. Ooh, there's there, that word there it again, is again. That has a plethora of geese. Geese, yes. So, and there's honestly, I haven't heard anybody talk about them that likes them. Mm. So well, just on the golf course. I it's mean, just, they 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 leave. They're bothersome. And yeah. Yes, they leave droppings. They leave droppings everywhere, and it's just that you can't avoid it. But however, it's not uncommon for these people or these these golfers or course yeah. goers um, to to take their golf carts, whether that be rented or their personal golf carts that they keep at the course. Yes. And, and kind of steer towards the group of geese because they travel in. I don't know what you would call that. They when when. There's an abundance of one type of animal. They all have different names. Yeah, it's all. Different. I think it's whenever they're flying, it's a flock. Yeah, I a flock of geese. But I mean, I think I would. It would be comfortable to to say a herd of geese. Well, whenever they're walking, they 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 walk together and they travel right. together. Yes. So it's not uncommon to see people kind of steer their cart towards them a little bit to maybe yes, either shoo them, them off the cart path or yeah, or spread them out. Maybe see if they can get them to fly or what something. Fly away. Yes. And most of the time, the golf carts are not. Fast enough they to, don't match to really the do speed of right, the right, goose. Right, yes. the goose has time to kind of take off and fly. Well, I, this the geese like to sit, stay around number seventeen. Oh no, yes. So there, there's a pond on seventeen. They like to hang around seventeen, mm-hmm. lounge out by by the by the pool. Yeah, or the pond but, for right, them. By of the course. pond, but the, yeah. they don't they don't hang around a pool. Of exactly. Course. Well, there is a pool, but they don't hang out up there. Thank God. Go on. Yeah. So this one person I see off in the distance, seventeen is parallel with number twelve. Or number 11. So I'm on number 11 one day, waiting to hit my tee shot. And I look over, and I see a guy coming from 17's tee box up towards the fairway where the where the geese are. Okay, I'm scared, but go on. Well, I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I, I think that you there is right to be. So he's coming, and it doesn't hit me until just a second goes by that um, he his golf cart... Is about two foot higher off the ground than normal golf carts. He's got these big, huge, like mud tires on it, and it's just—it's not really a golf cart, so to speak. It's more of like a a, a small transportation vehicle. I definitely understand what you're saying. Well, so he's coming, and I realize that apparently his golf cart does not have a governor on it, like most either, because mm-hmm. he's flying at about thirty to forty miles an hour. And these wow. geese do not know what's coming. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, I'm, like, starting to yell at the geese, trying to get their attention. Oh, so you're trying to warn the geese. I'm trying to warn the geese, try, but, you know, I mean, geese You can't do much. No, there's not. There's only so much you can do. However, his golf course is pretty loud, so most of them get out of the way. However, the guy did not take into account the speed and power of his golf cart, so... There's one, and this this goose starts to take off, and he's about to get ready mm. to fly. It was, yes. Which is almost a beautiful sight. Yes, But the I can beautiful see that. sight was quickly ended as the front driver's side mud tire caught the back oh. foot of the goose, and all of a sudden there's just a Yeah, and feathers. And, and feather of the big old oh. blob of feathers go flying, and, and 
The guy, wow. I tell you what, the guy was a real douche about it. I mean, he he ends up he, he just keeps on driving. Just leaves. He hit it. a pretty good drive. He just left. He was it. focused. He was zone. Uh, and he, he was, he was probably laughing. shocked to his. Well, to... he was shocked that he he had done it. I'm assuming that this guy had probably tried this yes. before. But he, I guess he was probably. But he found humor in it. Wow. Which kind of bothered me. But I mean, looking back on it now, it is a little humorous. It's. It is. Just dude ran a over a goose in that, a golf cart. That is that is a very interesting story, and and it and it popped up in your head immediately. Right. Uh, right. One that popped into my head immediately uh, happened at a golf course as well. Uh, and this right. is this is a story that uh, is is one that I'm sure people have been in my situation before, but things have not gone as south as they did for me. Now I was at uh, at a country club. Uh, in a, in a, I'm not going to say a specific location because in case this person ever listens, I don't want them to know that this was my fault. But uh, I am getting a, a lesson. I am outside on the green uh, putting and chipping, and then, of course, uh, the, the feeling of having to go to the bathroom comes over me. Oh, my. And now it's not it's not number two. It's just number one. It's just, it's oh, just okay. simple business. Right. But I walk into the pro shop, and the, the man that was working at the counter goes, Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm good. How are you? Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm fine. And I walk into the bathroom. I close the door, uh-huh. and the the light, of course, is on. And whenever I get over to the toilet, I do notice that it is clogged with uh, toilet paper. Mm. And I don't know what else is down there, oh. but I do know God. that that the toilet paper is hindering whatever whatever needs to get through uh, the the tubes of of the right. system. And now I have two choices there, or actually I have three, and I and I definitely chose the wrong one because I just decided to try to flush it. Oh, So no. I, I press down the, the handle, and it starts to try to flush, and immediately it no. makes a terrible noise, and water starts rising up fast. Oh, God. And I am in a full panic, and I, I grab the plunger, and I try, I do two or three just to see if it can loosen anything up. Nothing happens. The water is rising as, as fast as I've ever seen it. It was like <laughs> oh, it was in a movie. No. So the water is rising incredibly fast, and I go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I walk over to the door, and as I am, I walk out, and as I'm closing it, I hear the water start to pour over the top oh, of the toilet. No. I look at the man, and I don't tell him anything, and I should have. I feel terrible after after the fact. I don't tell him that the toilet was overflowing. Of course, because it wasn't my fault. It was already clogged whenever I got in there. Right. But now, of course, it's going to look like I did it. So I didn't want to face that that music at the moment. So I, I nod at him, and I walk out of the uh, clubhouse, and I go back to putting and chipping because I do have a lesson. I'm waiting for someone to show up. Right. Um, and I'm putting for maybe two or three minutes, and all of a sudden I get, you know, that feeling whenever someone's looking at you. Yep. This sounds this sounds like I'm making this up, but this happened, and, and it's and it's it's almost scary. I, I all of a sudden just look up, and I look back to the window of the pro shop, and the man is standing in the window. He looks at me and just nods his head to the left and right, saying, you know, as if to say, yeah. I'm very disappointed in you. Right. Uh, to oh, that, that's the worst feeling. To that individual, uh, I do apologize. I don't know if they're listening. They probably aren't. But I do feel terrible about it. But I know that people have been in that situation before. Uh, and yeah, that I th- a lot of whenever I tell that story, it is a little humorous, uh, and I guess both both of our stories were a little humorous, and, that, right. and that's funny. But and that's actually you know a great question that that Lynette presented to us, and that that wraps up all of the uh, the mail that we had or yep. the mail that we could fit into this time. And I know that we actually went a little bit over right. our time, uh, but I did enjoy uh, doing this, and I'm sure we'll we'll do it again. And I hope as an audience, you guys enjoyed listening uh, to all the questions that we had to answer because usually we just have maybe one or two questions to answer, but this time we were presented with a plethora.
there's oh, that word, that to, word to finish man. it off. Uh, but I did enjoy that 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 episode. This is our first yes. our first mailbox episode, and I and I really did enjoy it. Right. So I think to clo- go ahead and close it out, uh, we'll go ahead and close the mailbox, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Quinn Eaton. I am BJ Pig. And you guys take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.